Hello, fellow Americans and citizens of the globe. Human family. You have turned our paradise into paradise. I personally live in a parasite paradise because I'm Crystal Clear, the host of More Mortalons. I have a skin disease that causes a slow or no healing lesions. My body and they're full of glitter and strings and fluffballs. Just kidding, I don't know if they're nanobots, but they sure as fuck seem to self-assemble and self-replicate. Are they intelligent? I don't know. Could it Am be I? the dust and wind? Dust and So on the last episode, I talked a little bit about the temporal geospatial distribution Morgulons map that I am creating. And I told you how it's coming along, updating you on the top states for Morgulons outbreaks, according to the data of my 92 person survey so far. Go ahead and check out that episode if you haven't heard it. It's called Morgulons Research. And I've begun a new research project. When some Morgulons disease starts breaking out, is it more often that a cluster of people get it, like what happened here in Atlanta to me and a couple of my buddies? Or is it more common that just one single person develops this disease? Kind of like, you know, somebody in your family gets cancer. If everybody in your family gets cancer all in the same month, uh, you might want to check the water, the ground, the air, and hire you an expensive lawyer. Everything. We have done that with Morgulons? No, we haven't done that. And I think that that would be one of the first steps because until we have this data to supply, science and medicine will collude to deny and defame us and say that we are crazy. Fuale uno, fuale dos, fuale tres. I'm telling you. I truly do have strings, specks, glitters, and fuzzballs embedded and in I my face. And I didn't put that there. Morgulons disease, if they really looked at it, but Usually the only people that ever really look at it are the ones who it's happening to. So to those of you Morgies out there, there, keep your chin up, keep doing whatever you need to do to survive and thrive. You're worth it. This disease does not define you. You're not a disease. You're a perfect creation of the creator because the universe don't make junk. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. I am gathering data to see if my speculations have any merit because I'm not spreading misinformation. I'm sharing my confusion and trying to sort all this out. If you care to help, send your information the month, the date, the year that you got Morgulons, and whether you were the only person or in a cluster of people who got Morgulons around the same time period. Moremorgulons at gmail.com. All right, stay tuned.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, thanks for joining me, listeners. On a recent episode I did called Mass Psychogenic Illness, I talked about why that particular phenomena has been incorrectly applied to the situation we got going on here around the world with mortal lung disease breaking out, especially since 2015 and especially since 2020. It is on the rise according to the preliminary data I have been gathering. So, is it on the rise because of increased media coverage? Hell no. Most people I meet have no fucking clue what Morgulons is. My therapist, who's a great therapist, a social therapist who does group therapy, he is very well versed and been in this industry for 30 years. He had never heard of Morgulons. Most people have never heard of Morgulons, okay? The media coverage is not on the rise. The media coverage has all but gone kaput, died down. The last time that any media network that of significance covered Mortalons, it was in April of 2021 when a video went viral and of people claiming there was Mortalon nanofibers in COVID test kit swabs and masks, which I, I just can't speak to that. I have no idea. Um, it seems like they're definitely not worms. They're definitely fibers and they're not nano because you can see them with your eyeballs, but still I... Honestly, I've begun re-examining the explanations for the phenomena that you can see in those videos with the moving fibers, and I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm just unqualified to say. But what I do know is that the idea of shared psychotic disorder is associated as well with the mass psychogenic illness. Um, what is shared psychotic disorder, or foile à deux for the especially pretentious psychiatrist in your neighborhood? Pseudoscience. It's all pseudoscience. But what do they claim that psychotic disorder is? Shared, I'm sorry, shared psychotic disorder is. What is shared psychotic disorder? This is an article uh, medically reviewed by Jennifer Casarella, MD, on April 22nd, 2021, and it appears in WebMD.com. What is a shared psychotic disorder? Shared psychotic disorder is a rare type of mental illness in which a healthy person starts to take on the delusions of someone who has a psychotic disorder, such as schizophrenia. Well, I can tell you one thing. Me, my ex, and my best friend, we might be weird, but we are not schizophrenic. We have never had, nor did we have at that time that we got Morgulons, a psychotic disorder. Still don't have it, okay? For example, let's say your spouse has a psychotic disorder and as part of that illness believes aliens are spying on them. If you have a shared psychotic disorder, you'll start to believe in the spying aliens. But apart from that, your thoughts and behavior are normal. People with psychotic disorders have trouble staying in touch with reality and often can't handle daily life. The most obvious symptoms are hallucinations, seeing or hearing things that aren't real, and delusions, believing things that aren't true, even when they get the facts. Mm. Yes, the facts. Where do they get the facts from? from people that refuse to look at the evidence. Shared before. psychotic disorders usually happen only in long-term relationships in which the person who has the psychotic disorder is dominant and the other person is passive. Okay, so when three people get it that all live in uh, different households and um, are not in a long-term 
relationship. I mean, this doesn't fit my situation. I don't know if this fits you or your family or your friends. If y'all got more lines together as a discount Groupon package, fuck, should not have got that worst group on ever um anyway these pairs tend to have a close emotional connection to each other but apart from that they usually don't have strong social ties um that's completely wrong in my case i don't know if it is yours shared psychotic disorders can also happen in groups of people who are closely involved with a person who has a psychotic disorder called a foile et plusieurs or a madness of many for instance this could happen in a cult if the leader is psychotic and their followers take on their delusions I didn't take on anybody's delusions. I took on some Morgulons, and then the Morgulons took over my body and started coming out of me. And I was like, what the fuck? Experts don't know why it happens. Well, then they're not experts. <laughs> but they believe that stress and social isolation play a role in its development. Um, wasn't socially isolated when I got Morgulons. Even though we were in a lockdown, my ex was still working at the Kia plant that ran all throughout the uh, you know, epidemic, the, the quarantine lockdown in 2020. Um, and Tom Tom and I were going all over the place, hanging out with our families and each other. We were not socially isolated. You can judge it if you want, but hey, I don't know anybody that actually knows that they prevented anyone from getting COVID by doing what they did. If someone has symptoms of a shared psychotic disorder, they'll answer questions about their physical and psychiatric history and possibly also get a physical exam. There are no lab tests that specifically diagnose shared psychotic disorders. Of course not. So doctors may use tools such as brain imaging, including MRI scans and blood tests to rule out other causes. What doctors are those? Most of them just type things into their computer, never even physically examine you and write you off as delusional. If the doctor finds no physical reason for the symptoms, they might refer the person to a psychiatrist or psychologist. These mental health experts will talk to the person, listen to their symptoms, observe their attitude and behavior, and want to know if the person is close to someone who is known to have delusions. Treatment. Partly because shared... Blah. Partly because shared psychotic disorders are rare, effective treatments are not well established. Usually treatment involves separating the persons... The person who has the shared psychotic disorder from the person who has the psychotic disorder. Treatments for the person with a shared psychotic disorder might include psychotherapy, blah, 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 family therapy, uh, medication. And the symptoms continue even after separating the person from their contact who has a psychotic disorder. So, okay, <laughs> let's just stop right here. Not anyone in this cohort of three people who broke out in Morgulons in the summer of 2020 had a psychotic disorder, have ever had a psychotic disorder and do not have a psychotic disorder. So how is it shared? I don't, how does just three people spontaneously with no mental health history break out with psychotic disorders all at once, all of us? What the fuck? It, it's just not scientific, it's not rational. Two different doctors physically observed me and my ex and both diagnosed us with scabies. Because there were and there are physical symptoms. Can a shared psychotic disorders be prevented? No, the key is to diagnose and treat them as soon as possible, even though we don't know anything about them and there are no treatments that are really proven to be effective. Um, <laughs> just so stupid. What the fuck, man? But what the fuck, man? It's ridiculous to suggest that three healthy, professional, successful adults, not in the same family, not all involved in a long-term relationship of cohabitating together, it is insane to suggest that <laughs> those three adults all developed a delusional disorder at the same time. Monosymptomatic delusional disorder, exceedingly rare. 
Koala Yadu, shared psychotic disorder, exceedingly rare. Really, because it seems like people all over this country and all over this world have experienced the same exact kind of deal that me and my friends experienced where everything was normal and then everything was not normal. So what is that all about? Because I'm sorry, the shared psychotic disorder explanation is not fitting the situation. It doesn't fit the situation for me and it doesn't fit the situation for a lot of other people out there. When Mary Lado, the woman who named Morgan, quote unquote, caught the delusion from her two-year-old son who was saying bugs and pointing to his lips. That's not a delusion. Two-year-olds don't have delusions. Children don't have delusions. Only adults have delusions. And so in that case, they just rebuttal with, oh, it's Munchausen's by proxy. That's what you call a little bit of gaslighting. She said against, he said, and it's defamation because those who claim to be saying the truth bear the burden of proof. I believe Mary personally, because who would want to put themselves in that spotlight? For me personally, this podcast is basically career suicide. I have zero incentive to try to draw attention to the fact that I have Morgulon's disease, especially as a psychiatric nurse or in any professional capacity whatsoever it is nothing but a detriment nor do i have any history of trying to draw attention to myself i don't have social media profiles i have my more morlons uh twitter profile crystal clear at more morlons y'all can check it out i hardly go on there i hate to say it i just not interested in social media and i i mean i'm a ham obviously you know but i don't go out of my way i just wait for the crowd to gather And when nobody's there, I just sing to myself. But I do need to call attention to the fact that there has been for far too long, for far too long, a rubber stamp approval of our discrimination as a patient group, our stigmatization, our defamation, It's a he said, she said, they said, we said, quite frankly, one study of um, 41 people in person by the CDC is not enough to definitively prove anything. If I took a study to them of 41 people, 12 skin samples and said, hey, look, I figured it out. It's Lyme disease, it's Borrelia. They'd be like, "Um, that's pretty preliminary. We're going to need to see that replicated, validated, et cetera, et cetera. Well, okay. I would like to say back to the CDC, uh, that's pretty preliminary. We're going to need to see that replicated and validated. And they might say, well, there's tons of studies that social blah, blah, blah. There isn't. Read them all and come back and tell me that with a straight face. On this podcast, episode after episode, I blow up each and every explanation, claim, and stupid ass assertion that is packed upon morgulons, the idea that it's a mass psychogenic illness when it doesn't fit the profile of a mass psychogenic illness in any way. The idea that occurrences of morgulons in clusters is an example of shared psychotic disorder. Many all cases I am aware of, that does not fit the bill when it comes to Morgulons. There are foreign materials embedded under intact skin and within lesions if you look at the skin with a dermatoscope. That is all it takes. That is all it takes. If you would just do that, you would be able to believe that no, Morgulons is not a delusional disorder. It is actually a skin disease 
maybe a systemic illness. I don't even fucking know. I just know that for me and for anyone else who has a slow or no healing lesions with foreign materials, fibers, specks, glitters, fluff, fluff balls, anything fibers that look like textiles, you have Morgulons and Morgulons is not a delusional disorder. Okay, I've said that a billion times. I'm going to keep saying it until the scientific and medical community come to consensus on the empirical, evidential, most probable provisional truth. Morgulons is not a delusional disorder. All right, I'm out. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.